you know, really proud of our team uh, for, you know, how they finished. Uh, is, is a is a you know just just great heart and resilience. It's not easy to win games. Um, I mean, it's really really hard. I mean, we we had we finished with eight wins on the regular season and. And, you know, that's 13 years in a row that we've had eight-plus wins. And obviously 12 of those have been 10-plus. But, but 13 years in a row of eight-plus wins, that's, there's, that's a short list. Clemson, Alabama, and Georgia. Uh, so I, I know everybody thinks it's easy to win, but it's so hard. And so I'm proud of our guys, you know, backs against the wall and just how they finished. Uh, guys stepping up. You know, a lot of personnel down, and to see them uh, rise up the way they did was was great. Uh, to earn the opportunity to go to the Gator Bowl, you know, we're really excited about that, and a chance for a ninth win. And if we get a ninth win, then that that list of three goes to two, uh, us in Alabama. So, you know, just um, you know, a lot lot of opportunity within this game, and uh, it's a game that has a great history uh, with Clemson. Uh, it's, it's uh, as y'all heard me say, uh, with the bowl uh, deal. It's full circle for me. My first ever bowl game as as a coach in 1993 against the Fighting Mac Browns, uh, North Carolina, and um, when he had dark hair, I think, uh, and and it was my first bowl as a head coach. Uh, so. So I'm excited about it, looking forward to it. Uh, again, it's an area I'm really familiar with, having always recruited down there. And our, our Jags are fired up that we're coming that way uh, as well. And uh, so it's going to be a great time. We're staying out at Amelia Island. Uh, it's a beautiful area. That's where we have our ACC meetings every year at the Ritz. I think we're at the, I think it's called the Omni um, Resort or whatever, but but it's it's a great setup. Uh, we'll practice at Fernandina Beach, uh, so it'll be a be a good uh, good trip and and a great matchup. You know, Kentucky. This is a, this is you know two teams I think that have battled all throughout the year. Uh, you know, K Kentucky is a. I mean, the job that Coach Stoops has done is 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 amazing. Uh, I think same thing I would say in his tenure there, he's created consistency at Kentucky. Uh, I think that that is, is um, you know, not always been the case. And he's come in and he's taken that program and he has created consistency and he's created a mentality and a toughness. Uh, and, and, man, they're, they've won massive games and they've been in position to win uh, at the highest level. So, um, you know, I just, I just can't say enough about the job that he's done. And they got good personnel and I think, I think, all their dudes are playing. I think some of them were not going to play, and then all of a sudden now they're going to play. Uh, so I think a lot of those guys understand this stage and the opportunity that they have. And uh, so it's a really good matchup. I mean, offensively, they're very experienced up front. This is a, this is a bunch of big dudes that have played a lot of ball, and they, they're built to run it. Uh, that back is a great player. He leads the SEC in touchdowns. I think he's second in the SEC in receiving yards. You know, so they so they get it to him a lot of ways. He's a really, really good player. Uh, six, seven, and nine. They're three receivers. They spread the ball out. Leary, we we know a lot about Leary. Obviously, we've seen him a bunch. He's a he's a very good football player as well, and uh, he's taking care of the ball for him this year. You know, he's done a good job with that. Um, so, ironically, got a chance to really kind of study him, uh, uh, even though I wasn't really studying them. We're uh, getting ready for South Carolina. You know, got a chance to to be familiar with them as as we started our preparation. 
Um, but it's a good football team, a lot of shifts, motions, you know, uh, but again, built to run it. And they're going to challenge you physically, so you, you better be ready for that. And I think every game they've won this year, I think they've averaged 150 yards or more rushing. So it starts right there. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been a, we've been a really good postseason team around here all the way back. We've had, I think, that's a, I think we've had 12 postseason wins. And that's in 12 years in a row. I think that's a college football record. Uh, and uh, so we got a chance to break our own record, you know, with, with a postseason win. But we've been a good postseason team because, you know, we've been ready in the trenches. It's hard. It's hard to win postseason games. You're talking about championship games, playoff games, bowl games. You know, you don't win these type of games if you're not ready in the trenches. You just don't. Uh, simple as that. And, uh, you know, that's where this game, that's, that's where this game will, will be won and lost for sure. That and, and you know, for, for this team in particular, you know, uh, winning that turnover margin. It's been critical uh, for this team. And we've had four good wins in a row and we've won the margin in all four of them. And that's made the difference. Uh, so that's what this one's going to come down to. And, and uh, so excited about our preparation defensively. They got dudes. I, like, I mean, really good linebackers, very good up front. That zero is a monster. He's, I don't know, 6'6", 350, uh, something like that. I mean, he's a, he's a, he is a big, strong man. And uh, their, their best corner uh, wasn't going to play, and now he's going to play. So uh, they, they kind of got all hands on deck over there. So we gotta, we, we're down a few guys, uh, but we got what we got, and we're going to get ready and, and uh, see if we can go have a, a great matchup on the 29th. And, Hopefully we'll have a great crowd there, a great turnout. Uh, again, not too far, um, and uh, hopefully, you know, again, just just a, a great environment for the Tigers because uh, I'm sure Kentucky will have a great crowd that'll travel as well. And ACC, SEC matchup, you know, all that stuff. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so good team, return guys. You know, Sevens. I think he's had t taken a couple to the house, a couple touchdowns. So it's a team that's that's committed in all three phases and. Uh, we got to be ready. Uh, Practice-wise, uh, we got started Sunday night. We've been on the road, planes, trains, automobiles, a lot going on. Um, and um, so I got started Sunday night, and then uh, yesterday was just a full all-day and night staff day for us, uh, just to really just not have any recruiting and just be here. And no practice. Guys had finals. And so today, uh, practice finals recruiting for us tonight uh, tomorrow all day recruiting uh, players got finals all day and then we'll practice and recruit Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday and that'll kind of be our schedule Sunday it'll be it'll go dead period uh, or quiet and then it, we can't be off the road and then uh, Monday it's completely dead and so we'll practice through Tuesday uh, we'll give the players a, a couple days off we'll have we'll be here through the 20th signing day, all that stuff. And then uh, uh, we'll, we'll get down there. Staff's got to be there on the 23rd. Uh, team has to be there by the 24th. And we'll kind of have a normal week when we get there. We'll have practice that night uh, on the 24th. Be like a Monday, Christmas day. Wake up, have a big Christmas celebration. Santa will come. Hopefully everybody will be, be nice and not naughty and get a stocking and some gifts. Uh, Hood, you won't make the list. Uh, we already know. and. Uh, then we'll put on full pads and go have a good tough Tuesday practice uh, at Fernandina Beach, and so have a good week of prep. And so that's uh, that's kind of our 
state of Clemson, if you will, uh, right now as far as our schedule and all that stuff. I know you guys will be out a couple days, and I guess I'll see see most of y'all next Wednesday. Uh, we got a lot of graduates on this team. I'm really proud of that. Got a bunch of guys, a uh, bunch of guys getting master's degrees and and they're getting their their undergrad degree next week as well. So it's just a lot going on. It's exciting, and uh, you know, two new coaches, uh, as y'all all know, and and you know, it's unfortunate the way the world is now and how things have to happen with you know the calendar, the way the calendar is is set up. You know, um, but. Uh, Really excited about Chris and, and um, uh, Matt coming in, you know, and their families. Um, you know, these are two, two really, really experienced, two great coaches um, that I think just check every box for us. And it's been, it's been a good start. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on for them too. But Chris and I go way back, as you know, and um, super excited for him to be back. And um, it's, it's a different Clemson than the one he left in 2010. Uh, so he's excited to be back here. And, and, uh, and then Matt, you know, as he told me, this was probably the only job he would have taken. Uh, so I think a lot of excitement there, getting off to a good start. And this is a huge opportunity during bowl prep, you know, for them to kind of get acclimated a little bit and start that relationship process and just kind of setting the foundation and learning a little bit. You got to learn to play. He's got to learn terminology. There's a lot going on for them too. Um, so, that, you know, how to speak the language. But this is a big time for us. We'll get a lot of work on Kentucky. We'll get a lot of work on Clemson. We'll get a lot of, a lot of fundamental technical work. That's what you have to do. You got a lot of time to get ready for this game. And then we'll spend a lot of time developing our team, you know, with what we call our JV work. This is really some of my favorite time of year is, is what we get done. Uh, it'll be very competitive. Uh, we'll probably have a couple scrimmages Saturday and, and, and maybe Monday um, and then finish up with a little more, little more work down there. So I'm looking forward to it and, and in shells today and then we'll be full pads the rest of the week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and uh, should, uh, should ramp up pretty good. Especially since you guys were on such a roll in November about stopping and then restarting and guys getting back in the flow is you've had to deal with it a million times. But I mean, what are some of the techniques to get everyone back up and running? Again? Yeah. Um, so uh, a lot of the years, the past eight nine years, we've been in the championship game, and so you know we've kind of had that week. And and you know it's it's ah, you're worried because you only got such a short break before you get back started. You usually have about a you know, a week and a half or so. But um, the biggest thing is that first week just, man, I mean, just let them just have a break. Uh, I think they need it. Uh, everybody needs to disengage. Obviously, there's a lot going on. You know, kids, are, they don't have much time. So now they get a chance to kind of sit down and process things a little bit, a little extra time to heal up. But the first week was just kind of open gym. And then last week, we, we had mandatory lifting and running. And there was a couple of days of skills and drills to so just kind of, you know, keep keep them sharp there, um, throw in and catch in, and just some some group individual work. Um, and then this week we get back into practice. So, you know, we've got a good plan for it to make sure that that you're not starting from scratch, uh, and you want them to be excited too. And so that's that's how you structure practice because again, you got a lot of time to get ready. You know, we're not on the field long uh, with the, with the varsity. Um, we'll be out there a little longer because we got JV work, but we're not on the field long with the varsity, so we got to be really focused. And you want them to be, you want them to have good energy. And it, it, this, it's hard this week because you got finals going on as well. 
So you got to kind of balance that. I, you, this is, uh, I think last year was the same, but several years prior to that, when we'd gotten started, they had already had finals. So I wish, you know, but everything's, sometimes the calendar just changes on you like that. But so it's a little bit more to balance this week. With Matt and Chris sort of getting acclimated, like you said, who, who's in charge of the ball specific stuff on the offensive line and defensive end? Matt and Chris. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. So we got we got like somebody telling them like just like I don't read signals anymore. So a lot of times you see somebody on the field with me. I don't. I'm out of the signal business. I don't. I don't read signals. Um, so I just I just want to know what the play is. You know, the game day is here to play, right? You know, I don't I don't read signals. Uh, so when we get out to practice because we signal and try to. So I always have somebody out there to tell me the play, and. Um, and then same thing. We just got somebody standing there with him. He knows what inside zone is, but he doesn't know what we call it. He knows what the power is. He knows what the counter is. He knows what five-man protection is. He knows what six-man. He knows what a full slide, you know, seven-man protection. He understands all that, but he don't know what we call it, right? We, we Some people call it one, two, three, four, five, six. Other people call it uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, right? Some people call it something else. Uh, so you got to learn how to – some people say hello. Some people say hola. Uh, you know, some people say bye, some people say adios. Uh, so you got to figure all that out. That's just, you know, that's just, that's what makes football unique is it's not the same, right? It's like, it's the way Europe used to be back in the day. You know, you go like to South Carolina or you go to Georgia and it was a different language, different government, different, different money, different everything, right? Uh, and that's the same thing. You know, football, it's, it's, it's not the same currency. It's not the same language. It's, it's, it's different governments, if you will. Um, so you got to figure all that stuff out. But these are veteran guys. Um, I mean, Chris Rump knows what a – he knows what a tech stunt is. He knows what, what a uh, – you know, on this call, we're in a nine technique or we're in a seven. He understands all that. Um, but – how do we get to that? So he, we got people that help them, you know, tell them, translate. Just like you watch baseball, you got you got guys that, you know, they interview them right after the game, and and uh, they're from another country, don't speak English or whatever, and so they got somebody translating. That's what's happening. You anticipate Absolutely, okay. coach them up. Yeah, yeah, coach them up, man. That's why they're here. As best you can tell, is your roster going to stay the same as you know it today through the bowl game? As best I can tell. Uh, but as y'all know, it's, it's it's just Tuesday uh, of 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 uh, 2023 college football. So, I yeah, best I can tell. So there's no one that is on the verge that you've been you not know, that I know of. With that you've been not that I know of. Larry probably know before me. Uh, Larry usually gives me the scoop. He'll text me and tell me, hey, did you know this? I'm like, well, I didn't know that. I better check on that. Uh, I should probably – I ain't got time to read all that stuff. But, um, no, I don't know. And saying, you know, some JV stuff being done, guys getting some guys reps or whatever. I mean, is some of that as these first week and or two of practice go on, or you may be thinking in the back of your mind, we may actually be using this guy more than normal just because things can change between now and the bowl game. Is that cross yeah, your mind? I mean, this is a huge opportunity for some of these guys, um, you know, to get to get a, a really some wind in their sails and some momentum into spring. But some of them, you got to be ready to play. Like, we have no corners. 
I'm like, I'm drafting guys. Uh, I'm, I'm, we got all kind of people playing corner. Uh, I mean, I, I, we got plan A, B, C, D, and I'm about ready to go to E, uh, just in case. You know, obviously we got we got Avion and we got Shelton, and these are those are as long as they out there, we we got a good fighting chance, right? Um, and then we got Miles Oliver, who's coming off a of, uh, an ACL, who's really not ready to play, but I mean he's cleared to play. Uh, so this is these are practices are huge for him, and we you know kind of see if we can get him game ready, and and then it's like all right. Okay, let's get everybody else that can play corner. Barnes, Hamp Green, Streco, uh, Mancaca, Crosby. Uh, who else can play corner? Who else played corner in their high school career? And let's just keep it simple, you know? It's either cover one, two, or three. That's all you need to know. And uh, just get the basics down because you got to be able to function. You know, what if, what if one of them guys rolls an ankle? They're not going to cancel the game, so you got to have a plan. And that's we don't have we don't have anybody. We're trying, you know, Tink. Obviously, we're, we're Tink's not quite 100, percent but we're hoping by the time we get to the bowl, he could go play. Obviously, he could go play corner. Um, so, yeah, we. I thought I was kidding. I was like, man, no, we we we're looking for anybody and everybody um, to create the type of depth. So it's a great opportunity for some of these guys to get some some real uh, some real looks. Sheridan's not going to be able to go. He's not going to be able to go. His hips, um, he just – he got a shot the last couple of games to try to, you know, be ready, and, and he just he just doesn't – and he's been battling some migraines uh, kind of really all year. He had to miss a game for that, as you all know, but he just he just doesn't think he can do it. And um, so I, I, that would be, you know, and maybe if something changed there, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe, maybe it changes by the time we get to the bowl. But – because even if he couldn't play, just having him ready to play would be uh, a shot in the arm for us. But um, so we, you know, we, we, we got plenty of guys. We'll figure it out. We'll create some depth. We'll get some guys that'll scrap and go go battle. Move Shipley over there. Shipley will go do it if we need him to. Put him on the list. Um, we got what we need. Speaking of, well, I think he's maybe the, the last guy in terms of putting with NFL draft stuff that hasn't said anything yet. Do you think he'll? Shipley, yeah, Shipley decide after. I'll let him tell y'all that. I won't. I won't steal his thunder. Uh, either way, I'm sure he'll probably meet with media at some point. So I'll let him. I'll let him tell y'all whatever he's gonna do. He's playing in the bowl game for sure. I guess up there, Carter Nancy is coming back. I guess what discussion did you have with him about that? Why do you think that's a good move? Because I think he's got a chance to be a top 15, top 20 pick. And you know, uh, it's not he's not that this year. You know, he's a guy that that's that's obviously on everybody's radar, and uh, he's positioned himself. Uh, you know, there's no question to get drafted, uh, but you know, he's just one of those kids that wants to finish. You know, he wants to he wants to finish. Uh, I think had he got a first round grade, he wouldn't be here. Uh, it probably would have been an easier decision, but um, he wants to finish. He's got more work he wants to get done at Clemson. You know, he wants to be a graduate. He wants to be a leader. He wants to be a captain. Um, and, uh, you know, he wants to win a national championship. And so, you know, he's he's excited, and so are we. Uh, that's, a, that's our – we went to the NFL portal and got us one right there. Pretty excited about him. 
Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, as far as I know, uh, you know, he's 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 uh, graduating. You know, we got a bunch of guys graduating, and and um, you know, his his intention is to be to go pro. That's been what he said from day one. But you know, he is not. Uh, obviously, we'd love for him to stay, but I don't know that he's made that decision yet. Um, but nothing's really changed from where he was. You know, at this point, you know, I think he's maybe still trying to decide what he wants to do there. Um, whether he wants to go pro or come back another year or whatever. Antonio. Yeah, he's yeah, he looks great. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah, he's, he was able to. It's been good to see him bouncing around. You know, have him. You know, Cole Turner's looking good. He can't play, but that's two guys we really hadn't had all year. Antonio played four games and really not even a full four games. You know, three plus games. Um, and then Cole's obviously been out since. First game in a quarter. Um, so both of those guys are doing well, uh, but Antonio, you know, should be able to play. And Specter, we think Specs, we think he's going to be able to. By the time we get to bowl site, we think he'll be full go as well. Lucas had surgery, so he's out. Strozier had surgery, he's out. Uh, that'd be that'd be that's two pretty good ones there too, and I hate it, but yeah, Lucas. Uh, you know he's he's uh, you know probably he's probably uh, probably seven weeks or so, so should be ready to go for spring. And and uh, same thing with Strozier. You mentioned with the the coaching hires that you've been talking to Lemansky about it for a while, yeah. and that was in your mind, and and that you didn't really think about making a change at offensive line until you had time to think about it and kind of come home after the game. What was it that? You know, you were sitting there on the couch or in your office, and you said, yeah, I think it's time. Was there one thing, two things that you were like, yeah, I think it's time, and, and was Matt your first call? Yeah, uh, yeah, Ski and I, something we talked about for a while, and he was just honestly just kind of ready uh, for kind of the next step on what he wanted to do, and and so it was just the right time there. We just talked about, again, what that looked like and, you know, what the process of that, and so um, – Excited for him, and um, you know, and he did a he did a great job for us, man. I mean, he, he's he's coached those defensive ends every game since 2018, you know, and obviously recruited Miles Oliver in here, and TJ and KJ and, and all these guys. He's coached. I mean, he's done a great job, but he's just he was ready for um, uh, a different path, I think, and. And then, uh, but as far as the OL, I just, you know, end of the season, you got some time. That's what I do every year is evaluate. Um, evaluate everything. Everything, everything in our program. Um, evaluate it all. Some things you, you know, or some years you, you stay the course in some areas or some years you make some tweaks that you don't even know about. And some, you make some changes that, unfortunately, it, it's, a, it's, it's a personnel change or it's a public change or whatever. And that's the hard part of our business because you're dealing with, you know, you're dealing with people and you're dealing with their lives and there's no greater person on the planet than Thomas Austin. I mean, I mean, there's just not. I mean, he's just one of the best people on the planet and I love him, his family. I mean, this is a hard, hard thing. And uh, uh, I mean, the guy's a captain for me. So those are tough, but at the end of the day, you, you, you know, we all have a job to do. And, you know, I, I evaluate everything every single year. And when I think I need to, change whether it be um, something as simple as you know uh, something in the locker room like we're going to do this year um, 
something like that, or it's, again, a personnel move. Um, those are things that that's my job. And um, so, yeah, the first call was Matt. Um, and, you know, I've known him for a while, but uh, I did not, I wasn't planning on making a change. I wasn't even thinking, I don't, I don't think about stuff like that. I, I'm trying to win the freaking game. I'm trying to have a great day uh, that day. That's not stuff that I, I process, you know, during the season. And, um, and so, uh, but, you know, after just some conversations and meetings and, and just kind of evaluation, I felt like we just needed a different, different, a different direction there. And um, so reached out to Matt um, and I mean, it was very quick. Um, and he was my first call. Um, and as he said, I mean, he's had a lot of opera. He had opportunities last year. He's had, he's had a bunch of opportunities to, to get back in, but this was, as he said, the only job that he would he would get back in for. And uh, so it was the right timing for him, right timing for us, and it's been a lot of fun, you know, getting getting that transition started. Um, you know, you're gonna you're gonna love him. He's got a great wife, you know, Ashley, she's awesome, and Harrison and Cooper's two boys are 15 and 12. Um, you know, Coach Frew over at Daniels, the luckiest coach on the planet, uh, you know, recruiting all these football players in here for him. Uh, so he's got he's got some couple boys that play ball. And then same thing with Chris Rump. You know, Chris is – I coached Chris's youngest son. He was on my travel baseball team for years, little Chris. And uh, uh, he uh, – we called him the rump shaker uh, because he'd get up in that batter's box and he'd just shake that rump. He'd just shake it. So we called him the rump shaker. Uh, and now he plays DN for the Chargers. Uh, and so it's kind of cool to watch him grow up and mature. And um, you know, a lot of great memories of little Chris running around at camp. And, and then, you know, Elijah was just a baby. And now Elijah is a, a, a grown man. You know, he's a, a big time running back linebacker guy somewhere out in Minnesota. Uh, and uh, so, you know, hopefully, uh, uh, hopefully Daniel High is going to continue to have uh, a bunch of coaches, kids, man. Uh, we've had some great ones uh, roll through here. Uh, so it's been fun, but great guys and good fits for us and, and have already hit the road. I've had to be, I've been on the road with them. I mean, they, they've, they've got a great, great presence and great, um, uh, reputations with, uh, you know, coaches and all the people involved in recruiting. So y'all will enjoy working with both of those guys. With uh, Hunter Helms leaving, do you think the numbers dictate maybe looking into the portal at quarterback at all this offseason? No, we, we uh, you know, we talk about that at every position, uh, but we like the guys we have and we like who's coming. Uh, so we feel pretty good about the direction that we have there and, and uh, Paul Tyson's going to stay. So, you know, uh, Paul, Paul's, Paul's going to stay. He's got another year, but he's going to be, you know, we call him Uncle Paul. Uh, so Uncle Paul's going, he's going to kind of be, uh, what's our, uh, Zeb Nolan. He's going to be our Zeb Nolan. Uh, and Lord, how God help us, hopefully we don't have to get to that point. You know, if you get to a fourth quarterback, it's usually not pretty good anyway. It's probably – Probably you're probably resetting your goals, Larry. If you're down to your fourth quarterback, um, but so but Uncle Paul's going to stay. Uncle Paul's going to become a coach. He's going to become Coach Paul, and uh, so he's going to be a student coach, and he's that's what he wants to do. And so that was kind of part of getting him here. But he's got another year of eligibility. So 
you know, he's gonna he's gonna be a coach, and but he's gonna stay in shape and keep his arm ready. And you know, again, if we if we had to get to a fourth guy, um, you know, he he he'd be the guy to to go play for us um, and could function obviously and you know know everything. Obviously, he's gonna know the game plan week in and week out intimately uh, as kind of being a a coach for us. But uh, we, we're excited. We're excited about um, obviously Klubnik. Uh, we're committed to him, believe in him. He's our guy. Uh, and, you know, we saw a lot of growth in him this year uh, in his first year as a full-time starter, and I think you're going to continue to see that. He needs, he's needs. he got a lot of things he's got to do in the offseason, for sure. Uh, the, game's, the game has slowed down for him. He's still got more to, to do there. Uh, but he, 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 he makes elite, elite plays, and, and, and he's gotten better at – you know, um, kind of cutting out some of those disaster plays that we had early on and just kind of, again, just just being a little smarter and settling in, a little more poise in the pocket, things like that. I think he's made great progress, and we really believe in that kid. He'll be a junior, um, and I think, you know, he stays the course. When he walks out of here a couple years, this kid's, this kid's going to be a great winner here. Uh, I really believe that, and so does everybody else in the building. And then uh, we're excited about CV. You know, we're, we're kind of executing the plan that we put in place. You know, this was a highly recruited guy that could have gone to a lot of places, and he chose to come. He was only 17, so that was kind of what we, we recruited him to red shirt. We felt good about Hunter and getting – that's why we went and got Paul Tyson and Trent. We felt good about, okay, getting through the year and letting him really just develop uh, and kind of catch, catch up. Now, he'll be a red shirt freshman. Kate will be a junior. And, um, and then, man, I'm going to tell you, Trent Pierman, you know, if it wasn't – I would answer it this way. If, if it wasn't for Trent, we would probably have to go get another guy. But we really, really like Trent Pierman. You know, he's, uh, he's got some moxie and savvy. And those of you that have watched him play, I mean, this kid was a two-time Gatorade player of the year in the state of South Carolina. This ain't no slouch now. This, is a, this kid can play. You know, he needed to get a little bigger. He needed to get a little stronger. But he's got savvy. He's got instincts. He's got moxie. I mean, he is a really, 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 really good third-team quarterback. Uh, so that's what we got. And then we got Paul, who's a sixth-year guy, who's got a wealth of experience, who, who you know, could go win the game for us in the Gator Bowl if we need him to. We got him. Uh, so that's, that's where we are. And, and now, if Paul, if Paul was not going to be here, we'd, we'd probably we'd have to go get somebody else. Uh, we're, we are still trying to find a maybe a high-level PWO to maybe come in and give us another arm as well to come in and compete. But you know, we'll see how that goes. But if Paul wasn't here and we didn't feel like we feel about Trent Pierman, then we would probably have to go find somebody else. Any questions for Coach virtually? Anybody else in the room? Wondering if you could touch back on men's soccer. Noonan joins you as only two of the three coaches in Clemson history with two national championships. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty cool. Um, just a, a little bit more about what they've been able to do, and especially two in three years. Yeah, it's awesome. Race to three. I tell, I sent him a, I sent him a, I sent him a text last night. You know, first one to three. Uh, it's not the rotten egg, right? You used to say, you know, first one here's rotten egg or, or whatever, or not the rotten egg, but he's, he, it's awesome. I mean, it's just, it's so hard to do. I mean, you know, I mean, just, I mean, how long has Clemson been around? You know, hundred and something years, right? And playing sports around here a long time. Uh, to, to, to win one is, 
incredible. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you can look in college football right now. How many coaches have won a national championship? Not many. It's, but, I mean, it's just it's almost impossible, especially with Nick Saban uh, running around. You know, it's really hard. It's really, really hard to do. And, and in any sport, but certainly at this level. And, man, I'm just really happy for Noons. And I did. I told him, I said, all right, it's a race to three. And, and you get first crack at it because his season is going to end before ours uh, next year. So uh, it's just a lot of fun to, to see, you know, all these sports on this campus be successful. But I, I'm really just so happy for them. And, I mean, and they really dominated, you know. I mean, that, that's – I mean, I know they scored late. But, you know, 2 nothing in soccer, that's a – I mean that's 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 a, that's like a three touchdown lead, right? Um, so I'm just really happy for not just him, his whole staff, everyone. Uh, man, I love Julie Ibrahim and and you know to Pierce Tormey to see all of them and you know involved and you know just there's just a lot of great tradition, you know, and and to see the job that Noonan has done. Obviously, was here when he got hired, and I've got a, I got a picture in my office we took last year. Me and Noonan and Woody and Billy D and Terry Don. And we had the two Natty trophies and we had the, the one uh, Natty soccer trophy. And uh, I, I sent that picture. I said, I told Noonan we would Photoshop his second one in there. But, but I look at that picture and I mean, how cool is that? Uh, man, Terry Don Phillips, I had a chance to, I went and saw him a few weeks ago and, um, Man, that guy, that guy, they don't make them like him anymore. And, you know, his vision, uh, you know, his belief in, in me and Mike to give us the opportunity and to give us the resources and the time to, you know, grow and develop a great program. There's just so many people involved, and I'm just happy for all those people. Um, you know, it's just really cool to see. And, you know, and Larry, you sent me a thing this morning. I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't even um, – I didn't even know that. I, I knew I didn't know that particular quote that you sent me. But but uh, um, when when Dan Radakovich uh, came to me about you know he just kept wearing me out when he first got the job. He just kept he literally kept saying you know I want to like we I want to know five years from now. I want to know what do we got to do to take Clemson. And he didn't like our – and, he, you know, and I'm just trying to meet – you know, get along with the new boss. And, I, you know, I don't – I'm just – and he just finally kept – when I literally I pulled out a piece of paper and I drew this facility. I drew it out, you know, and, and I, I knew he was going on a trip to Europe. And I said, here – and I drew it out. And I said, here, take this with you. And, I, and, and he came back and he says, you really – I said, yeah. And I said, now here's the problem. It's going to piss everybody off on campus. Everybody's going to be pissed. Everybody, I said, but if football gets better, everybody's going to get better. And I said, and, and I said, starting with Coach Noonan, they're going to all be mad at me. And I literally, I met, went and met with Mike. I said, hey, I'll help you raise money. I'm going to do I said, I promise you, everybody's going to get better because we took their soccer fields. And that's, that's all you need to know about Mike Noonan, Coach Noonan. I mean, we took their soccer fields. They're, they're wherever. Uh, and, man, he, he just stayed supportive and – that's, that's why I'm so happy, because everybody sacrificed around here. Everybody sacrificed, because um, everything was disrupted to build this facility. 
And, you know, and it's been fun to, to see it come fruition. I think we've got the best athletic facilities in all of America. And, you know, we've committed great resources. Uh, I think we've got the best soccer facility and the best soccer setup. Um, and, and it's just been, it's been awesome uh, to see. In this last week leading up to signing day, what are kind of the final touches that you're looking at for this class? This class, uh, we need one more linebacker. And, uh, you know, we, we feel pretty good about that. Um, I actually feel really good about that. And um, we probably need, you know, based on where we are, we probably need one more OL. And, uh, you know, we've been kind of on a few guys there, and, and that's that's probably the one area that we've been evaluating the portal, honestly, um, you know, for some need there. Um, so we'll, um, we'll see how it, how it shakes out. I think we're in a pretty good spot.